It's just like, it's almost like turning police officering into a sport. Like, okay. Like every like everyone's watching it go down, and and so then they'll um they'll come up and and they'll they have their little panel talking about, you know how it goes and everything. We're talking about the P, live PD A and E. I mentioned that Daniel and Indy saw, said that it's on, so he's he's having a he's he's like uh oh my gosh, he's like Cal and Ricky Bobby. He likes to party. He's gonna be listening to the Rock Out Loud and watching live PD. I mean, hey, if you can multitask, why not? Well, because he likes to party. <laughs> <laughs> why do you want to watch the TV and listen to stereo at the same time? Because I like to party. Because I like to party. I like to party. I like to think of Jesus as wearing a tuxedo t-shirt because it says, I'm classy, but I like to party. <laughs> So Chris, Where's that from? Someone said that before. That's Talladega Nights. That's Ricky Bobby. Is it? Because yeah. I've only seen that movie one time and I know that quote. Maybe yeah. someone else lifted it. I, I say it all the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. So maybe it is. Maybe it's from you and yeah. your various medias. Various stuff, yeah. Now, um, are you are you watching the baseballs? I know that you do the hockey and the football. Are you, um, are you a Phillies fan? I am. It's just really hard to watch them because we'll be doing so well, and then the, the ninth inning happens, and then we just, you know, give up ten runs every time. I thought that I thought you're gonna say it's just really hard to watch because it's so boring. Um, no, because I definitely get like there was like when we like 2007 through like 2014, 15. Um, with the Phillies, like, I was all in. Mm -hmm. Like, I cried over the fact that the year the Phillies won the World Series, I was in Florida for college. Mm. And I had to watch it in Florida, and I couldn't watch it at home and be with my people. I uh, I, did, I think Atlanta played them for the National League one year back in the 90s. Yeah, that was, like, that was definitely a big rivalry. And I just always remember thinking, wow, what a dirty team. What? How rude! They were. John Crook was just He's a, the best. He was a slob behind the plate. I mean, that's there wasn't nothing else to him but that. It was funny. Um, I mean, that entire team, like they're they're notorious yeah. and they're loved because they were cray cray. There's a there's a minor league team here in this town, and I, I keep thinking I want I may want that to be a thing I start doing is going to games, but then I think no. I'd rather stay at home. Yeah. That's that story. I think it'd be fun, like, if I had someone willing to go with me on a regular basis, like, and just to sit there and, like, you can get, you can get into the air-conditioned all-you-can-eat box seats for 35 bucks for a ticket. And so... <laughs> See, you, you can do that here now, but then what, as soon as the team is good, yeah. you can't even get in the building for $35 Well, it's minor league, though. This isn't, made, this isn't the majors. So... You know, that always stays kind of even keel on the old ticket prices and everything. Well, that's nice. You should do it. Well, you know, I don't know. It's like I haven't been into baseball in so long. I don't even know if I could call a game anymore. <laughs> so, Doc Zen says if, I, if he pays for both of us, would I take his mom to a baseball game? No, Doc. I won't. No, because we have to see a picture of you. That's right. And your we mom. We don't know you. That's right. 
And you're blocked on Twitter. Now I can have who? who what? Oh yeah, I blocked him on Twitter. You blocked or Don? her? Yeah. <laughs> because all they like to do is, it's... oh, let's just put Kristen in a thread, and like everyone's gonna respond to it for three hours, and then she's gonna be at work and just get nine million notifications about yep. something that is not even relevant to my existence. Exactly. So guess what? Blocked. Oh, Kristen, you. I love you so much for that. Thank, that is amazing. That is glorious. Just saying. Oh, I uh, yeah. I just I will mute I them. I said I'm gonna block you if you keep doing this, and it kept happening. So guess oh, what? Man. Blocked. I will. Uh, I, I'm going to uh, to block him if he keeps it up. Yes. See, there you go. Like and he'll, and Steve, he'll, you know, I can hold a grudge. I know, I know. He will tag me and stuff with like total strangers. Like yeah, we're like I don't know any of these people. Yeah, it'll be like, oh, you should. That's what at Steve Glosson does, and I'm like, what are you talking about? And I'm and it's almost creepy. Cause yeah, it, I don't like it. Because I don't like being on someone's mind that much. I don't think. <laughs> that's a lot of pressure to be on someone's mind that much. Wow, that's some Can't insight. How are we? My mind. <laughs> that, that's some that's some psychological insight to somebody. Just imagine when people have stalkers. Mm. See, that would stress me out because it's like that's too much. It's almost too much responsibility for me to be stalked. <laughs> because I'm just like, I. It bothers me that I'm on your mind that much. Maybe it's not. No, you know what? I'm sorry. It's not too much. It makes me mad. That would really. I think I would be infuriated if i was being stalked yeah because that's just that's like too much it's like that's too intense it's like calm down yeah i would be angry because it's like i don't have time for this and you're a moron for stalking me it's just like people <laughs> tweeting you out of the blue for you know and starting to include you in conversations it's like I, I i don't like being on someone's mind that much that's why maybe that's why i'm single there you go. You're just not comfortable with someone caring about you. That's that, fine. That's good. We're working stuff out. Always happens here on Rock Out Loud. I mean, it's because of the music. It's the music that we haven't even listened to yet. So, But speaking of that, let's get into this show. Okie dokie. I'm going to do a quick pre-roll before we begin. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, we welcome you to Rock Out Loud. And before we begin the show... We'd like to remind you of a few things. Number one, please don't throw other fans from the balcony. We want everyone to go home alive. Don't drink and drive. And uh, if you do get in the mosh pit, uh, try to love someone. Also, geekfuel.com slash geekoutloud is where you can go to get your free Geek Fuel box for the month of July. If you go there before July 31st at midnight in order, it's totally free to you. You only pay shipping and handling. That's $6 in the U.S., $12 internationally. Geek Fuel sends out monthly boxes full of geek stuff that we all love. $50 or more in value. There's always a wearable. There's always a downloadable Steam game included. And uh, you want to you wanna jump on that. Go to geekfuel.com slash geekoutloud and, uh, and help us out. Show them some love for showing us some love. And now it's time for Rock Out Loud. Attention, everyone. This is an emergency broadcast. The unpleasant noise you are about to hear coming from your radio is not a mistake. Please do not turn off your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go. 
That's right, Rock Out Loud is coming at you through the podcast airwaves. We're going to rock out. We're going to do some hanging out. We've Kristen, who will who will bring in momentarily, has been overseas doing her thing. I'm a bad friend and planner, and so we've got to catch up. We got to hang out, and we're going to listen to some tunes. It's going to be an amazing show. But to help make it be an amazing show, we bring in. From up on the Jersey Shore, my friend, your friend, the rockin'est chick in the land, it's Kristen in Jersey. What's up, Kristen? Hi, everybody. Good to be back. Let's let it breathe a little bit. All right, welcome everyone, Kristen. <laughs> that was abrupt. Yeah, it's, well, sometimes it's just however you got to go with it. What it feels. Uh, I've got okay. it loud. I've got my I got my cans on really loud, the headphones, so I can kind of feel the the flow and feel how things are going. There's a, a phenomenon that's happening on the other shows okay. in, in the Goliverse, and and I don't know if it needs to happen here or not because we've kind of got our groove going. Uh, I'm giving everyone intro music. And if they want it. Oh, yeah. You you gave me intro music on Geek Out Loud. And I forget what I gave you then, though. Do you remember? Well, because I picked. It was Woman by Dorothy. That's right. So that's your official Geek Out. That's your official intro music. Okay. Um, unless unless you choose something else. And uh, But, yeah. so I, I, And I've started to incorporate that in the other shows. Like, normally it's just like if I have a host coming on, another co-host coming on to, like, the Geek Out Loud I'll play their intro music, but I've started playing Teresa's intro, intro music on Disney Vault Talk, and um, well, that's about it. That's about the only other person I play intro music for. So, <laughs> yeah, let me say this: I'm thinking about doing that on a regular basis. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not mad about it because right. I picked a good song. Yeah, so. yeah. As I recall, it jams. It does because it's Dorothy. Their new song also jams, but it's not super new, so I didn't include it. Okay. Well, Kristen, you have been in Scotland. I have been. How was that? I've, I've been in a postcard, everybody. That's what Scotland is. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Scotland is a living, breathing postcard. You just walk around, you're like, where's the green screen? It has to be somewhere because that can't be real. <laughs> I can't be physically looking at it. But you were the whole the whole island is a green screen, as I understand the green hills of Scotland. It was so beautiful. We spent two days in Glasgow, mm-hmm. and then we spent a week in the Highlands, up in a city called Inverness, and did all the things. And it was so beautiful. And the Scottish people are so nice. And I ate haggis and haggis is delicious. And haters can go to the left. And I drank all the gin and all, well, more than a couple wee drams of whiskey. 
and pet some healing coos and had a Highlander tour guide who was in a kilt and he was hilarious and amazing and I loved him. And I think we might go back next year. <laughs> All right. There's a few questions. Okay. That come out of that statement. Uh-huh. uh-huh. First of all, you petted uh, healing coos? Healing coos. So, Scottish people, we would call them Highland cows. Oh, okay. But Scottish people call them healing coos. Healing coos. Healing coos are the cows with the big long bangs so mm-hmm. you can't see their eyes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're so super cute and I fed them and I petted them and they love potatoes and carrots. Oh, well, just like any good Scottish person thing, I guess. Any good, anyone on the island, Scots. I mean, I love potatoes and carrots, too. So. Yeah. <laughs> we went together like potatoes and carrots. Oh, true he, facts. True he facts. Dune, new. Okay, got it. <clears throat> I don't even want to try. You've been over there. So, healing coos. Healing coo, yep. I can pick the healing coo. There you go. That wasn't bad. Thank you. Thank you. I, I try, I'm try. i trying my best. Um, oh, also fun fact, mm-hmm. and I know Teresa isn't in the chat, um, but she would appreciate this. We went into the Disney store there, and they had a life-size Merida, and um, everyone stopped when I walked up next to Merida because they were like, it's Merida! And the girl that worked there was like, it's you! That's you! Oh my god! And I was like cracking up, so that was hilarious. So you were rocking the red hair. I always rock the red hair, and my hair is just curly and huge mm-hmm, and frizzy, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Merida has my hair. So nice. We're well, twins. That's, that's fun times. You should have, did you take a picture with the Merida? I didn't because it was the day that we flew in, and I looked like absolute poo because I barely slept on the plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was up for like 38 hours that day, so no. You should have taken a picture and tagged all at Ice Cold Penguin on the Twitter. I should have. I yeah. took a picture of the statue. Which one is that? Oh, the Merida statue. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of statues, I did notice that you, I saw a picture of you guys at uh, Robert the Bruce, a yes. Robert the Bruce statue. Yes. Did, did did you see the William Wallace statue? We did not see the William Wallace statue. Mm. Um, because, fun fact, so you know how in America, like, you have, like, the unsung heroes where it's like, okay, well, this guy's the one that did everything, but this one's the one that gets all, like, the fame for it and all right. the notoriety. Right. Well, that's that's William Wallace. William Wallace gets all the notoriety. But Robert the Bruce was, like, this amazing person. Um so we went there, and in like that's how we started our trip north to Inverness, which just wasn't fair because it was in a field and it was beautiful. And like, if you notice on the picture, um, it says King of Scots mm-hmm. because it doesn't say King of Scotland right. because at that time they didn't believe that you could rule the land. Right. You could only rule the people on the land. That's right. And the people crowned him as like the people basically chose him as their king so he was the king of the people mm-hmm. that's right you've bled with wallace now bleed with me yeah <laughs> let me tell we you heard a lot about william wallace did heard you a lot about it yeah i mean we had we went up our trip north took a it took eight hours which that's not how long it usually takes but we stopped and like took pictures because we had like a private transfer so we took pictures we went through glencoe which glencoe literally just looks like jurassic park and it's really really trippy um we did that like 
it was just perfect. Like, literally, guys, if you ever go to Scotland, you have to message me and, like, everybody has to go and use Inverness tours because they were so amazing and so good. And Ian was our tour guide, and I love Ian. He was fantastic and is also the reason why I spent a lot of money when I was there. Oh, oh. <laughs> Tipping him or? <laughs> no, well, because we were like – because he, he basically said to us, he was like, okay, girls, like, what what do you want to get out of this out of this trip? And we basically said, you know, well, on the tours, we're really into history. So anything about the Jacobites and, you know, Bonnie Prince Charlie, um, anything revolving around Outlander. And they was like, yeah, but, like, what about your trip? And we're like, well, we're always about, like, good food. Like, we want to know, what like, good places to eat. We all wanted to get tartan while we were there. Um, we mm. all wanted to get tweed. So he was like, okay. He's like, well, you're around some really good places for those things and some really not good places. So he told us all the best places to go. Took us to a few of them. I now have a Serap that Pippa Middleton has because I just have good taste. And, oh, I can't wait for winter because I'm just going to be so warm. Yeah. Now a tartan, that is the is that's the pattern on the kilt, right? Yes. Yeah. And and there are a few that are like official for Scotland. Correct? Is yes. that right? Yeah. There's a ton, yeah. Okay. And Rowdy Roddy Piper, the late great Rowdy Roddy Piper, actually had his tartan made official by Scotland back in the well, day. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So. I didn't see that, but I also didn't know that. Yeah. So. Well, I'm just giving you, I'm giving you some facts I know about the old uh, land of the Scots. Um, I love this. Let's just geek out about Scotland. Well, that's what I'm doing with you right now. It's, I'm really just stoked here. I'm, I'm pumped about this whole situation because there are other <laughs> things that you said that that I had to that I didn't stop you and say, hey, what is this now? When you said the Highlander tour, you didn't mean like there can be only one. No, I said Outlander tour. The you heard Outland Highlander. I heard Highlander. You're right. That's very right. <laughs> but he did ask us, Ian, again, our tour guide, our mm -hmm. fabulous tour guide, Ian, um, was like, so has anyone seen Highlander? And we were like, no. And I was like, but I heard about it because I do this podcast thing, and the guy that I podcast with, like, loves it. And we played a Queen song from the from the movie, and he was like, yes, the Queen song. And so we bonded right. over that. Here we are. Princes of the universe. Uh-huh. So he basically told me, like, uh, you have to watch that yes. when you go home. Yeah, just the first so one. So I haven't yet, but I also haven't been off. Yeah, just the first one. Don't bother with the rest of it. Okay. Just the first one. You're talking, uh, uh, oh, what's the guy's name? Christopher Lambert. I don't know why I didn't go Lambert. Um, <laughs> Sean Connery. Clancy brown it's a it's a good movie it's classic and it's got queen queen on the soundtrack I'm so ready. it's it's like queen's makeup for uh flash gordon <laughs> it just works yeah they're like we're sorry we did that here's another one um well we need, oh and before i forget because i think you would be interested in this yeah. um so on the first day mm -hmm. when we were going up to the highlands um we stopped at a castle, and this castle that we stopped at, so mm -hmm. the reason why we stopped there is because they filmed Outlander there. Mm -hmm. If you guys couldn't tell, we did a lot of Outlander-themed things when we were in Scotland. And apparently, it was very obvious, because everywhere we stopped, people were like, are you guys into Outlander? Are you girls Outlander fans? Oh my gosh, are you Outlander fans? So it was funny. But we stopped at this castle, where they filmed scenes from Outlander, 
But they also filmed the pilot of Game of Thrones. That's what they used Winterfell. Oh, wow. Wow. And it's where they filmed Monty Python. <gasps> and the, it's that castle and the, that The tower. Holy Grail? Like which? Yes. Like the one, is it the one at the end? Like, no, because that's out over the water. Over, he's like, your mother was a hamster. It's that. the one where the French are like taunting him over the thing? Yes. Oh, that's amazing. That's awesome. I was awesome. in that castle. <laughs> Fantastic. Did you go taunt anyone from over the ramparts? I didn't, but I did go up there. I thumbed my nose at you. I fought in no, your general direction. Exactly. Yes. Oh, so that's glorious. We, we couldn't go super crazy up there, and I mm -hmm. couldn't, you know, reprimand anybody or make fun of anyone because there was an Outlander store that I had to do some shopping in. No, I, no. Look, I'm not asking you to make fun of anyone in particular, but just to kind of recreate the Monty Python scene. I also don't know it by heart. I feel like you did Scotland wrong. <laughs> Whoa. Excuse I'm kidding. I'm totally the hell kidding. Out of you. <laughs> Did you go to Loch Ness? I'm sorry. Okay, I went to Loch Ness oh, to pay oh, my respects. All right. Well, look. Okay. We'll talk about that in a minute. But okay. first, I feel like we need to get into some music. And I want to go ahead and get the judging of you out of the way. Oh, yeah. Because I'm fully ready. Bring it. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I unashamedly love this record. It's not even a guilty pleasure. It's just a pleasure. Right. Right. So whatever. Come at me, haters. All right. Well, this is Harry Styles. Kiwi. So now, Kristen, why would people be judging you for that? Um, because it's Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. And I've got to be honest with you, I'm not familiar with Harry Styles. What else like does you have, he do? Like, you have no idea who he is? I don't think so. Okay, well, Harry Styles is the one that everyone lost their minds over from One Direction. Oh. Yeah. So, oh. I am not... <laughs> I am not a One Direction fan. So he's the not. so he's the Justin Timberlake of One Direction. Yeah. So I am not a Directioner. Yes, That's you are. That's not my thing yes, whatsoever. You yes, I'm you not. I am not. So I don't like this girl that I work with was like, oh my god, like Harry Styles is putting out a new record and it's apparently going to be like a rock, a more rocky record. You know, it's not going to be crap. Um, like the other ones, like you might actually like it. So I was like, oh, I don't know. And then like. People just kept hyping it and hyping it and hyping it, and then. And so you turn, um, so you turn this off uh, to go listen. You were all like this. You're like, listen, I love my one D. Those words have never left my mouth. <laughs> you love. Ever, ever, ever. 
Kristen, I didn't know that you loved some One Direction. Story of my life. Direction. See, that's why I have to get the judgment out. Because people like you are going to put that into the ethos. Story of my life. I went to the store. I will hang up right now. I don't even know that song. I don't I just, I, it's I been in some one trailers. One song and it's that stupid, you don't know you're beautiful, which I hate. Yeah. That song's awful. Sounds like it. Sounds like you know every word. Can I talk about Harry Styles? <laughs> sure. And your love, how your love began with One Direction. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So anyway, so th- I just kept hearing people like hype up this record, hyping, 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 hyping. And... I don't know, like, there was a part of me that was like, you know what, like, I'm excited, I'm intrigued, I'm intrigued to hear what this record's gonna be, Sure. and um, then the first single got released, and that song is called Sign of the Times, it's not a cover of the Prince song, oh. um, so, <laughs> um, listen to that, and I was like, oh, like, I'm kind of into it, not that... Hmm. That's not a joke. That's not a joke based on the lyrics of the song that we just played. But hmm. I was kind of into it. And um, I was like, okay, I think I'm on board. Hmm. Let's see what happens when the record comes out. And then it came out. Now, this is definitely the most rockin' song on the record. Okay. It, there is a lot of acoustic. It is like a very chill, mellow record. But there are some rock points in there that I really like. And yeah, like I just I watched like his performances and I'm like, oh, like he has charisma and he's not like this pop guy. Well, of course he has charisma. How do you think he made it in a boy band for so long? Well, yeah, but like I wouldn't consider aside from Justin Timberlake, anyone in NSYNC having charisma. I don't, I don't think that, I don't think one person in the Backstreet Boys had charisma where jo- I was just like, wow, that Joey fat one from NSYNC. He's got some charisma about him. Okay, sure. Whatever you say. Um, but yeah, like, and that's not in my wheelhouse at all. But I was sure. like, oh, like, I'm liking the vibe you're putting out. I'm liking mm-hmm. the music that you're doing. Okay, I can get on board with this. So yeah, I unashamedly like the new Harry Styles record. Mm-hmm. Now, am I going to go see Harry Styles? Hell no, because I've seen live videos and all it is is girls screaming because it's all One Direction people. Screw that. I can't deal with that. Like, I like crowd participation, but if you're screaming over them singing, like, I will fight you. Yeah. Well. Hmm. All right, we're going to take the over-under on the first time we hear that Kristen went and saw Harry Styles. (laughs) And I'm going to say... Let's see, it's July 28th. Today, at the time of recording, July 28th. Well, his tour is already sold out, and it, he's coming to Philly in, like, November or yeah. something. I was about to say, I'm going to say before January you go see him in concert. Um, I don't think so, but, I mean, you could place your bets, guys, and then I'll just win. Well. we'll Put your money down! We're, we're going to do it behind your back. So, oh. it's, yes. that, it's the, it's the pool, it's the Kristen, we call it the Kristen Harry pool, the Harry Kristen pool. That doesn't sound good. Um... So yeah, Harry makes Styles. Makes me sound like a heathen coup. Oh, Harry Styles, doing his thing. Chris, I didn't know you loved One Direction so much. That's what blows my mind. I hate you so much. <laughs> that song sounds good. I was kind of like, why are we gonna? When I saw that, not knowing who Harry Styles is, when I saw that, I was like, 
and I listened. I'm like, what are we judging her for on this? I didn't know that that would. I didn't know that we were going to judge you for love in one direction. And to be fair, I don't judge you for love in one direction. I don't love one direction. You I love, like Harry Styles. You it's love, not even love. I like you love whatever you want to love. And if you, you know, if you if you think they're singing. If you think they're Look, singing all the... you can't even do it with a straight face. You can't even do it with a straight face. <laughs> Kristen sits there and listens to him in her little earbuds. And she's like, they're singing to me. Uh. I know I'm beautiful. <laughs> That's right. Oh, man. Um. Uh, now, did you take your Harry Styles album to Scotland with you? No, because oh. I was listening to the Outlander soundtrack. Okay. And the Struts. Yeah. And, you know, various British music, because I was in the United Kingdom, after sure. all. Please tell me that somehow you ran into the Struts in Scotland. I didn't, but they flew to London when I was in Scotland, and I was messaging them, like, Yo, come up north! Come hang out with us! We have our own apartment and lots of booze! Come on! They never came. Oh, but, oh my God, dumb wait, it. when we get... Wait, wait a minute. Later, when we get to, you know, the Struts... um. I have so many stories because have we, have we talked? We have not. Okay. I have so many things to talk about. (laughs) We have not. We have not. Um, Now, Melly Mark in the chat says something really interesting. He says, I hope Kristen knows that psychologically speaking, hate is the first step in a living relationship. I think he means loving. Or loving. That's, thank you. What does that mean? What did I say I hated? Yeah, uh, One Direction. Besides that song, I didn't say I hated One Direction. Oh, okay. I don't think mm-hmm. I did. I said I hated that You Don't Know Your Beautiful song. You like One Direction. I don't like One Direction. Like one direction. <laughs> All right, everybody. Then guess what? <laughs> Show's over. Show's done. <laughs> We're through. I'm leaving. Uh, no, stick around. We're not. We're done with Harry Styles now, so we move on. Good, and now we can talk about you, other better things and more Scotland and more alcohol. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to bring. I don't want to bring things down, but I also think since the last time we talked, that there's been two deaths in the old music industry um, that have been yeah. pretty substantial. Chris Cornell, um, unfortunately, took his own life and um, followed up. Gosh, just Ch- what Ch- Chester Bennington? Yeah, not like six weeks later. It feels like so. Yeah, it was, it was when we were in Scotland. We yeah. were like, why is Chester Bennington trending? Like, what does this mean? And then we were like, oh, my God. Yeah. Because that was like growing up music for me. I had hybrid theory. I oh, think Lincoln every, Park? Every kid had hybrid theory. I, you know what? We had some Lincoln Park um, around that time because that was the early 2000s, right? Yep. Yeah, and uh, I, had a, I had a kid that I worked with that loved the um, – uh, love the Meteora record, and love the love the faint track where they play the the synthetic violin in the at the beginning. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And just always thought that was really cool. And um, of course, you know, Lincoln Park huge in the Transformers universe in those first couple of movies. They had uh, had some pretty big songs involved in those, but um, yeah, that is some growing. I mean, that they were huge, as was of course Chris Cornell. We've talked about him a few times on this show, and. Uh, just really tragic, really sad. Guys, get help. If you're mm-hmm. if you're struggling, get help. Don't don't wallow in it, and and talk to somebody, please, for the love of God. Um, that's just that's up. And and uh, I believe that um, 
But Bennington left behind a wife and kid, didn't he? Six kids. Six kids. A wife and six kids. Wow. He apparently just, he like bought them a house like right before. Um, it's very weird. And like, I think the thing that we're like, again, not to bring it down everybody. Um, but I think the thing that is so bizarre about Chester's suicide is that there was no note. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we'll never know what triggered that because everyone says like he was in such a good place with mm-hmm. this record like you know da, 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 da. like it's it's just crazy it's so sad could be foul play i mean i'm not trying to make light but i i mean like honestly in a i there's a lot of times where i suspect foul play where maybe none is there but that's just me not trusting people <laughs> That's odd. That is odd. And two, you know, he's saying it uh Chris Cornell's funeral. I know. Um and stuff. So yeah, it's just like I say, talk to somebody, everybody. Don't try to carry you the weight on your own. Just like Kristen needs to talk and get her one direction love you know, out there to the masses. Um here's another group I don't know, Kristen. Uh huh. Calio, is that how you say it? Kaleo. Kaleo. Who who are Kaleo? Who is Kaleo? Well, why don't you play it and then we'll talk right. about this it. This is uh, let the I, music do the talking. I got a little excited because I thought it was a cover. Then I realized no, it's not hot blooded. It's just hot blood. Yep. By Kaleo. Turn your back, you're a broken man They come around and just die in the shape your head I don't expect you to understand Just keep telling yourself there's no shame They don't know about who we are They don't know about you and I They ain't no blind by the stars of your eyes Oh, hot blood, love is gonna get you Better man, you want to reach for the things that nobody can. All you need is to break away. Yeah. Just keep telling yourself there's no shame. They don't know who we are. Uh, Kristen, in the Skype chat, I sent you a little thumbs up. This is good stuff. Um, I know, right? <laughs> what do you expect, Steve? You expect me to be crammed to the table? Who do you think I, know, I am? Come on. <laughs> what do you think? K-A-L-E-O, Kaleo, Hot Blood is the track. Who are these guys? Where did they come from? So, we're, so based on, like, what do you, okay, you listen to that song. Where mm-hmm. do you think they're from? To hear that, I would say um, anywhere in the States, I guess. I, they've got a, they've kind of got that, um. I don't want to say southern rock feel, but they do kind of have a bit of a southern rock feel to him, especially his voice. Mm-hmm. Seems to have a southern rock feel. So I would, yeah, I would say probably like maybe one of them's ba- maybe they've got the roots in Louisiana or somewhere like that. Who knows? All right, are you ready for where they're from? Wait, let me take a guess though. 
Now. Okay. And now guess. Based on okay. the way you're acting. They're from Scotland. They're not from Scotland. They're from London. They're not from London. They're from Maine. Nope. Canada. <laughs> they, are, they are from Iceland. Wow. Really? Yes. So, I can't, like, because... I've tried to like look up stuff about this band and like everything they put out makes like it's very focused on the lead singer JJ. So I feel like Kaleo, like yes, it's a band, but it's his it's his baby. So it's the lead singer's baby. Um they're all from Iceland. There's a song on their record A B that is completely in Icelandic. And it's friggin' beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um but they just have this like super bluesy, like Americana style to them. And I first, so I don't know if anyone remembers, but there was a show on HBO, a terrible show called Vinyl. And you know what? I wanted that show to be good. I wanted it to be so much better than it was. And it was awful. Well, guess what? Yeah. The theme song of Vinyl is a Kaleo song called No Good, which I almost picked because, oh, wow. oh my God, does that song rock? Wow. Yeah. Let me, uh, let me just pull that up real quick. See if I can, uh. Get you know you know I don't know it might take me two one second to get there but here we go. Well this is this is their video. you say they're from Iceland? Yeah, buddy. Do they speak of the English okay? They do, yeah. Like, they barely have accents. Really? Yes. Do the Icelandic not have accents? Um, I think they do have an accent, but it's not a very strong one. Okay. But, so, I have been intrigued by this band like Mm -hmm. i wasn't like head over heels but i've been intrigued by them since i saw the first episode of vinyl i was like who is singing this theme song because that voice is so powerful yeah um and i looked them up and i i listened and i was like okay like you know they're not bad the the record it like kind of like harry styles but not really but it's not like all the songs aren't like no good and hot blood um so they do have, like, they have songs called, like, Automobile, which is very stripped down. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a song called All the Pretty Girls, which is unbelievable. It's beautiful. And then they have a song called Can't Go On Without You, which, good Lord, break my heart, call it a day, we're done. Um, so it's a, it's, uh, it was very polarizing when I heard it. Because I was like, okay, well, we're going from these super, super rock songs to these really tender, almost ballads. And um, then... They happen to open up for the Killers. Oh wow! Okay. Um, not on a solo show, but when I saw the Killers back to back, the second night I saw them was a festival, and um, they played. They were Andrew McMahon came on, and then Kaleo came on right after Andrew McMahon, and then there was two bands, two other bands, and then the Killers. Um, and we were all the way up in the lawn, and we so we couldn't see anything because, of course, like the sun shining, you can't see in the amphitheater at all. But I was like, I heard them live and I was like, they sound exactly like the record. And just like the energy and the vibe that they brought, like even being that far away was 
outstanding. And then come to find out that the lead singer had to get rushed to the hospital afterwards. And they, they still won't say like what happened to him. Um, but he had to cancel a lot of dates and all this sort of stuff. So like the fact that he sounded that amazing and they performed so well. And then like immediately after that, he's rushed to the hospital. Mm -hmm. I was like, yo, like this band is legit. And this band is the real deal. (laughs) And after seeing them live, I mean, they got me. So me and Angie are going to see them in, uh, in October. (laughs) Oh, wow. Nice. He looks, he does not look like he sounds by the way. Um, he's beautiful. He's also if you're if you don't have a picture of him shirtless up, which you probably don't, but I'm just saying, um, he's extremely ripped. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't need to see that. I'm just giving you know the lady perspective here. Steve. I understand. Well, you know, I was talking about it on an earlier show today that I was recording, and, and we were talking about um, Chris Hemsworth and Thor, uh-huh. and how you know in the new trailer there's shirtless Thor and everything, and and what that means to me and. <laughs> and how much I just love that, but and and I said I get such mixed emotions because on one hand I'm like, good lord, look at that, that is amazing. And then on the other hand, I'm like, good lord, look at me. What have I? Who? What a slob. Someone yeah. needs to just slap me. Someone needs. To, I need to have that a picture of shirtless Thor thrown in my face and just be slapped every time I see it. Just be like, why can't the? You're older than him. You should have already done this. You should have already <laughs> been there. We've all been there though. Mm. So yeah, Kaleo. I'm writing him down. That's a that's a I'm I'm sold on that. That's a, I like his voice. Mm-hmm. I like their sound. They've got a great old school sound to what they do. Um, that that classic rock, that dirty classic rock sound. That is just good stuff. I was so excited to bring them to the table because I knew that you would love them. Yes. Well, you know anything that sounds. Classic rock, I'm all about. That's your wheelhouse. That is. It really is. Anything that jams with that bluesy feel to it and all, my Atlanta. I'm all <laughs> over it. I am all over it. Um, so, you were in Scotland, and how long did you guys spend out on the lock? Um, so, we did a... It was, th- it was a three-hour experience. Oh. So, now... <laughs> Our, because we rented an apartment when we were there, mm-hmm. so our apartment was right at the edge of the river nest, mm-hmm. which obviously leads into the Loch Ness. Yeah. Um, but it was a three-hour thing. We did a. Cruise. Are you just? Can I ask you something? Are, yeah. Are you just refusing to say three-hour tour? Why? What was I saying? You were like a three-hour experience, a three-hour uh, thing. Well, no, because it wasn't a. Th- well, it was kind of a tour, but it was like we didn't have like a guide. Sure. Okay. So I didn't know if you were just trying to prevent me from going three hour tour. No, because I don't even know what that is. I don't even Gilligan's know what that's Island. Referencing. Gilligan's Island. Yeah, I've never seen an episode. Yeah, but everyone knows the theme song. No, I don't. Just sit right back and you hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip. You don't know that song? No. Okay. So anyway A three hour tour. A three hour tour. A three hour tour. Um, do you want me to talk about Nessie or not? So badly. So you guys, did you have a view of the River Ness? Yeah, it was right outside of our, like we had a balcony and a <gasps> patio and it was right outside. That's glorious. Yeah, I'll have to send you a picture or a Snapchat or something. Yeah, well I don't Snapchat. 
Well, no, but I could send you the video that I took. Oh, that's true. Huh. Um. So yeah. So out like we were overlooking the River Ness, and then on the fourth, yeah, fourth day up in the Highlands, we um took a bus out to Loch Ness. And we did a 30-minute cruise on actual Loch Ness, mm-hmm. um, where I discovered the absolute wonder of hot chocolate and whiskey. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what a yummy little drink. <laughs> so we did that, and then... <laughs> so Kristen was into the adult beverages the entire time. Guys, you don't even know. I drank so much whiskey and gin. Wow. I was never drunk. Kids, I was never drunk. Hmm. I I enjoyed responsibly, but I mean, when in Rome, you have to do you have to drink scotch and whiskey in Scotland. Look, I'm not judging. I'm just saying. You kind of are. Well, I mean, I've just heard a lot about chocolate whiskey and hot chocolate whiskey, and because it's delicious. Anyhow, and and we went to a distillery, and I tried all the whiskeys, and I also discovered that um. Um, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what Johnny Walker is awful. Um but the actual authentic Scottish whiskey, great. Anyway, so 30 minute cruise on the lock, so I could say that I've cruised over Loch Ness. One thing that I discovered that I thought was really super crazy is if you drained out Loch Ness, mm-hmm. you could put the entire world's population in there three times over and have room to spare. Yeah, it's amazingly deep. Yeah. yeah, it's 850 feet deep at its deepest point, and it's over a mile long at its widest point. Hmm. Like, absolutely insane. Um, so we did that, and then we went to, um, like, a, a fort that's there, and I don't remember. It might, it couldn't have been Loch Ness Castle. It can't be that simple. But we went to a castle there, mm-hmm. um, did, like, a little tour around that, which we were kind of like, okay, cool. We came, we saw, we conquered. We want to go to the Loch Ness Exhibition Center because my friend Andrea, she was like, I will not go to Scotland if I don't get to do Loch Ness and get all the Nessie things in the gift shop. Yes. So we went to the Exhibition Center and the whole thing with the Exhibition Center is if you go in as a believer, you'll leave as a believer. Mm-hmm. If you go in as a skeptic, you'll still leave as a skeptic, but they do give you all this stuff where it's they say basically like, we have no idea why this is the way it is. So like this happened, we tried to do this thing where we disprove it. And then this happens and we have no idea what that is or why that happened. Um, so it was pretty cool. There was a lot of videos and we were only there for 30 minutes. So we ended up skipping a lot of the videos. Sorry. Um, because we had to go into the gift shop and get all the Loch Ness stuff. Now, like, Andrea and Heather, the two girls that I travel with, my two best mm-hmm. friends, um, Andrea and Heather got, like, all the stuffed animals and all the things, um, and I got my dad a lock, like, a Nessie magnet for the fridge. <laughs> Sweet. There you go. You know, well, and then I, I mean, I got him whiskey and other things. Yeah, yeah, but, but you know, Nessie, a Nessie magnet, well, I mean, look, your dad. She's never going to go to Scotland. You, But you know where your dad needs to come? He needs to come to North Georgia. And go to the Bigfoot Museum with me. Oh, he absolutely would because he said, like, out of all the things, because he was like, I don't know why you, why you go to the places you go. Like, you go to the weirdest places. Like, you don't go to like, quote fingers vacation spots. Right. And then he's like, but you know what? I would go to Loch Ness because I do believe in Nessie. Yes, of course. 
we know he believes in Bigfoot because he's convinced that he's seen Bigfoot. Uh, yes. I know, this is what I'm saying. So I'm saying your dad has an open invitation to come down. I will take him and pay his way to the B- Bigfoot Museum if he can get down here. All right. I'll tell him. And so it, it, it'll be an experience for him. It's quite outstanding. You have to work it around some kind of crazy concert so I can go. We can go to a concert and then do a live rock out loud. Well, speaking of crazy concert... Mm-hmm. There is one in Atlanta tomorrow night that's killing me that I'm not going to be at. Who? Foreigner is in Atlanta tomorrow night. Oh! With Cheap Trick! With Cheap Trick and Jason Bonham in the Led Zeppelin experience. Dude, what yeah. the hell is wrong with you? I just can't afford a $90 ticket right now, Kristen. $90. There's, there's not cheaper tickets on StubHub? I have not looked. Oh, well, then you just don't want to go that badly, do you? Oh, well, I'm sorry. I just, it's a money thing, and, and if if someone wants to, you know, PayPal me some money for my Star Wars collection tonight, sure, then I will go and uh, and do that. But, I uh, no, not, uh, I, I just can't, and it's killing me. It's tearing me up inside. It really is, because I've been looking over some of the set lists and everything. Oh, well, you shouldn't do that. If you know you're not going to be able to go, yeah, you I definitely know. shouldn't look at the set list. I know, but still, come on. Because <laughs> I'm hot-blooded. Well, you know mine is feels like the first time with Foreigner. I know. That's my jam. Oh, no, tickets are still 80 bucks. Yeah. And that's a lawn seat. That's yeah, a that's lawn seat? Right? Exactly. So They're high. They're on drugs. Yeah, well... I guarantee you if you look tomorrow, like, if you had no plans and you were like, you know what, I'll see what it's going to be like, like, a few hours before the show, Mm -hmm. I guarantee you ticket prices will go down. Well, Daniel and Andy says, can't stalk me, but buy my concert tickets. Uh, Look, I'm I'm a shameless individual. What can I say? Um, wow, it's been a while since we've, um, highlighted some Avenged Sevenfold on the show, I believe. Ugh! Have we podcasted since I saw Avenged Sevenfold for free? No. What? Oh my god! Yeah, play the play the clip. We'll talk about it after.
you saw them for free? Yes. So, um, when I saw Metallica, Avenged Sevenfold was supposed to open. Oh. But um, the guitar player's wife went into super early unexpected labor. Oh, no. So they had to cancel. And I was so mad. But then they announced that they were going to play a free show. So I was excited. Um, So basically, if you went to the Metallica show, you could go to this show at um, the amphitheater in Camden for free. Um, Parking was free that night. Um, concessions like popcorn, hot dogs, and soda were free all night. Like, they really went above and beyond. Um, well, is the guy's and, baby okay? Yeah, totally fine. Okay, good. Yeah. So, um, like, me and my friend Andrea went because my friend Heather couldn't go. Um, and Andrea's like, Miss Guitar Solo. Like, that's all she wants. Like, she was so mad that Metallica didn't do all the solos and that they cut solos short. So then we went to Avenge, and she was like, this is everything that I wanted. Um, and they were so great. And, like, it was cool because the, the new record that they put out, they put it out and didn't tell anybody. They just released it. And it's very much about, like, space and artificial intelligence. And so before they came out, like they played Elton John Rocket Man. They played Space Oddity by Bowie. They played mm. um Ashes to Ashes by Bowie. So they had like all these space songs and like everyone was so into it and singing. And then they come out and they come out on stage and they play the stage, which is the song that we just played. And I was like, it has, I can't believe it's been 10 years since I've seen this band. Like what has been wrong with me? I love them so much. And they just killed it. There was fire and pyro and sing-alongs and some guy proposed to his girlfriend on stage and then it was someone's 21st birthday and, like, they bought them drinks all night. And Avenged Sevenfold has definitely gotten a lot more, like, lax and chill and cool since the days that I met Avenged Sevenfold (laughs) where they were kind of D-bags. Right. Like, not to me, but, like, I waited out until 4 in the morning on a snowy February night because they wouldn't come off their bus. And then they sent decoy people out to sign stuff. And I was like, you're not Sinister Gates. And it wasn't. Wow. (laughs) And my dad is like, yo, I'm waiting in the car. This is ridiculous. And I'm like, I have to meet them. So I met the two guitar players and the bass player. And I've never met the lead singer. And I have to meet him. But yeah, they're amazing. Saw them for free. And apparently they're going to be coming back around in um, the winter. And at the end, M. Shadows is like, yo, like, we have to come back here. You guys, like, genuinely, I think you guys are one of the best crowds that we've had this entire summer. So I was like, hell yeah! That's what happens! <laughs> well, that's good. They made it up to their fans and everything for missing. But, man, that's a not a fun situation. No. Um, I so I just, I just listened to Volbeat for an hour. Do you know how awful that was? No, I don't. Who is Volbeat? Don't even look them up. They're awful. Every song sounds the same. Sorry to any fans, but ugh, I can't stand them. Wow. All right. Now, if you had to, if you were <laughs> gun to your I'd head, I'd rather see One Direction. Is that what you're gonna say? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly where I was going. That was exactly <laughs> where I was going. Have you ever notice in the old gun to the head scenario, no one ever chooses the gun. <laughs> oh, 
Uh, I was just wondering. I was just wondering how deeply your hatred for those bands ran. I mean, I would go see One Direction before I would go see Volbeat again. I already wow. had to see Volbeat. It was awful. All right. How was Metallica? Um, I mean, I definitely wouldn't go again. Right. Um, the sound was awful. Oh wow. Um, yeah, like the sound was just atrocious. You couldn't even understand like anything. Um. Like, I don't know. Like, they did things that people were like, oh, my God, that was so badass. Like, that was so cool. And I was like, I don't know. That seems like that doesn't seem impressive to me. Like, they have a song off their new record called Moth to the Flame. Mm -hmm. And during that song, they literally just had, like, a flamethrower go from one side of the stage to the other. And I was like okay and like every time like it would come back up you'd be like oh my god it's like we've never seen this before and i'm like all right well that's kind of lame what it sounds pretty cool you're shooting fire from one side of the stage to the other yeah but like it wasn't like it was just like ugh. like it could have been cooler but it was literally just like hi here's a flame it's going back and forth for five minutes oh okay like, were... like, it wasn't like, oh, during certain parts, like, oh, okay. ooh, the fire comes up. Like, it was just the entire song. It was weird. I got you. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm not a huge Metallica fan, but I was excited because I was like, oh, well, that's cool. Like, because I do like a lot of their old stuff, and they are playing a lot of the old stuff on this on this tour. But, I mean, I, I could say I did it. Yeah. And but... you know what I will say? Like, it was all guys. Mm-hmm. And I was not catcalled or, like, anything like that once the entire show, which I was not expecting. And, like, the dudes around us were so nice. They were like, yo, like, who are you guys here for? And we were like, well, honestly, I was here for Avenge, but, like, you know, I'm okay with Metallica. And they were like, oh, yeah, like, what's your favorite song? And they do like that. Right. And I'm like, dude, like, don't even, don't even play me right now. Like, don't even do that. Like, some guy tried that in Avenge Sevenfold. Like, this older guy, he was like, oh, like, are you just here because it was free? Do you even like them? And I'm oh, like, man, dude, I was like, I was sweating my tush off at Warp Tour 2005, getting hosed down by the fire department in the pit for Avenge Sevenfold, okay? When they did City of Evil and City of Evil didn't even break big yet. Like, when did you get into Avenge Sevenfold? This record? And he was like, Oh, I'm like, yeah. So, like, don't come for me, bro. I've been a fan since friggin' Wake in the Fallen. Come on. You tell him, Kristen. Dude, like, don't, I hate that. Like, just because I'm a chick, like, don't play me with metal. Like, I will come for well, you. They don't. They don't know you the way we know you. <laughs> no, you guys know. Yeah. yeah, we know. We know. Don't be jerks. That's like people who, a girl's like, I'm a Star Wars fan, and some dude's like, Oh yeah, what's your favorite Star Wars movie? What do you think? I'm like, don't don't quiz. Just accept that you got a female fan right here. Enjoy yeah. it. Be like, oh, how did you get into that? That's yes, so cool. Like, exactly. ugh, God, don't be patronizing. Exactly. Um, I I don't know where to go here. Mm. All right, we're gonna start. We're gonna do a we're gonna do a twofer, Kristen. Okay. We're gonna do a twofer on the killers. Okay, we'll start with the one that people have really strong feelings about. I have no idea which one that is. That's the man. Okay, well, here we go.
Okay, what kind of strong feelings do people have on this, Kristen? Oh my God, people hate it. Really? Yeah. Why? Um, I honestly don't know. Like Angie hates it. She's like, every time I listen to her, I hate it more. So Angie has strong feelings. Huh. I don't mind it. Like it's not one of my favorite killer songs, right. but like the first time I heard it, I said, "Well, this sounds kind of like Fame by Bowie. Like it's very right. Bowie esque." Right. And then um, I watched like that day when they released all that stuff. Um, when they released like the man and and like this is the album title, and they started to do a bit of press. Um, it, Brandon said, you know, we wanted to write a song as if David Bowie was walking the Vegas Strip. So I think they accomplished that because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's definitely Bowie. And then like at one point in the song, um, at the end. The, there's a lyric that says headed for the hall of and then there's a pause and then it goes fame and it they sing it exactly oh, like wow Bowie that's cool fame. yeah yeah so it's like a total call out um to that and i just think it like it's fun like it's tongue-in-cheek like a lot of people are like oh they're singing about like oh i got gas in the bank money in the bank i got a household name i'm like it's not being serious people and then like when you watch the video like the video is literally like all these different like Brandon Flowers is playing all these different roles of like all these like quote finger hot shot guys. Yeah. And then at the end it just shows like that's not what being a man is mm-hmm. because they're all losers. Well, and what it and, and what it looks like to me, like there's some of these outfits and stuff in this video that I recognize. Like I feel like they're going for some direct callbacks to some movies and stuff. Oh, or totally. Some- that would not surprise me at all. And so I, I I need to dig into it, especially the cowboy one reminds me of someone I, I feel like I should know. Um, <laughs> well, you being from the South. Well, no, I mean, like, it just reminds me of a movie, you know, that I should know. But then he's got the tux, like he's Sinatra. He's doing the, the lounge singer thing. Mm-hmm. He's doing the gambler thing. He's doing the, uh, the, the big uh, daredevil thing. You know, just, yeah, a lot of Vegas stereotypes, really, to be honest with you. And, well, uh, it's it's funny because people kept asking because like they did like a Facebook like live thing where you could ask them questions, mm-hmm. and um, people were asking like, okay, so what aspects of Nevada? Because the killers are like Bruce Springsteen, but for Vegas. So they're like, right. well, what aspects of Nevada and what aspects of the desert are gonna play into this album? Because you guys always pull something, um, and like that's what they love, like. Brandon has said a million times that to him, the desert is this, it's extremely holy place. And, you know, they are so proud of where they're from. And like, as a Bruce Springsteen fan and as someone from New Jersey, like I totally get and appreciate that. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited for this new record, man. It's called wonderful. Wonderful. Yep. It comes out in September. 
They released another song today, which we'll listen to in a second. Um, they didn't play this song live when I saw them, mm-hmm. which was shocking because they were promoting the man. Like, they kept putting, like, out all the posters and the album work and all that sort of stuff before I saw them in Atlantic City. And they didn't play it. They played Run for Cover. Hmm. I'm just closing this song out here. Uh, yeah, so everything falls apart on him. Huh. Mm-hmm. I was watching the video while you were talking. It's an interesting video. I like yeah. it. So you also threw this, and this one came out today, Run for Cover? Yes. It, well, it came out at 2 a.m. last night. I had just mm-hmm. gotten home from work, and they sent out a tweet, and I get all their tweets sent to my notifications, so I get them. I get the notification on my phone, and it was like, U.S., don't let us down. The UK didn't let us down, so you can't either. And I was like, oh my god, are these tour dates? And then it was like, oh, and then also listen to Run for Cover, our new song. I'm like, oh my god, I can't take this. They're literally playing <laughs> like six days after my birthday, you guys. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah, crying, ugly tears down my face. I can't wait. And for yes. those of you wondering, Kristen's birthday is January 5. So yes. Send cards or presents as appropriate. Thank um, you. This is this is the one that was released last night at 2 a.m. It's Run for Cover. I've not heard it. So that's a, I mean, that's a noisy song, and I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just really, uh, it's it's almost a wall of noise kind of thing going on with that. It's 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 peeking out like the the board and everything. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I freaking love this song. Oh yeah. They okay. You've been rolling on repeat since two a.m. Oh hell yes! <laughs> it went on my work playlist, so I could listen to it at work. Like yeah. absolutely. Um. So can I tell a little bit of my killer story at yes. least from the first show? Let's uh, let's hear them all. Um, so back in June, in the beginning of June, me and Angie went to back-to-back nights of the Killers. We remember that. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they did that. We were front row in Atlantic City <laughs> because what else? Front row. Because what else would we be? Um, and. It was crazy because 
know how, but we got there at like 1230 in the afternoon. Doors weren't until 730. And we were 200 people back. Like we were the 200th wristband handed out. Oh, wow. So I was like, yo, there's no way we're getting up front. Like, oh, this sucks. Like we're here so early, whatever. This is BS. There's no way. When did they start giving these wristbands out? Like last Tuesday. Um, so it was hilarious because I mean, like, like what always happens. And I don't know why it surprises me. Everyone always goes to the center. So the center, it's like 10 rows deep and you look over to your left and you're like, well, there's a beautiful barricade spot in front of Dave Cuning. So I'm going to go in front of Dave. There you go. So me and Andrew were on the barricade, had a great time. Um, they played another new song, which isn't been, hasn't been out yet. And it wasn't a full song. It was like a verse Mm -hmm. before bling. And it was called, have all the songs been written? And oh my God, the angst. Oh, and it was just like, I have all the songs been written, like, but I just need one to get through to you. Please. I just need one. I'm like, oh my God. It's just like him on a piano, like beautiful song and I turn to Angie and I'm just like yo like if this is the direction like this new record is going to be a smash and then they played we thought they were going to play the man because like I said that's what they were pushing and promoting right, right. but they come out and they start playing run for cover and I'm like and I'm listening to the lyrics and Angie's like hitting me on the shoulder she's like this is awesome and I'm like I know <laughs> and like live like because it like it's such a like you said like it's a noisy song like it's so powerful like when he sings like i heard heaven and thunder cry i'm like oh my god yes so good 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 times and then you know they shouted out the whole like yeah well you know we just celebrated the 10th anniversary of sam's town we Uh played some shows in vegas and i'm like yeah we were there i was there i was there suck it haters (laughs) um and then they ended up playing my list from Sam's Town, which is literally one of the songs that I went to that show to hear. I was like, I cannot wait to hear my list, and I can't mm-hmm. wait to hear why do I keep counting. So they ended up playing that in Atlantic City because they love Atlantic City, and they always do something crazy every show. Um, But yeah, just like a stellar, stellar, stellar night. And I could not be more excited for this record, especially after hearing, like I said, like the man, it's like, I don't mind it. It's not like my favorite thing. But hearing Have All the Songs Been Written, that little clip live, and then hearing Run for Cover in full, like, I am so excited. And I think this record is going to be a smash. And they're playing they're playing the hockey arena when they come back in January. So I can't wait to see them in front of, you know, 25,000 people. Well, let me ask you this. When is that mm-hmm. album coming out in September? Um, I want to say September 22nd. Hang on. That's a Friday. Is New Music come out on Friday now? Yes. So it's not New Music Tuesday anymore. Nope, New Music Friday. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. Do we want uh-huh. do we want to do a wonderful wonderful September 22nd. Yes and yes. Okay. You knew where I was going. Yes. <laughs> the old classic album listening party on Rock Out Loud. We hadn't done one in a while. I know well because no like albums have come out. That's true. I mean aside from Harry Styles. Well, and and to do that, we have to celebrate his whole musical heritage. (laughs) No. (laughs) 
We're going to do a 24-hour One Direction Harry Styles marathon. That's, I was going to say, that's the next marathon. It's like yeah. no one else. It's just rock out loud. And just we're, go into the discography. We're walking through the discography of One Direction. Oh, my gosh. I think that that would make me the most miserable person on the face of the planet. I think we just came up with an April Fool's Day show. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. Um. So, yeah, you know what? We haven't... I was looking here in the old archives. It's been since the end of May that we've done a show. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. And you you saw the killers back-to-back. Yeah. That's crazy. Because you, you, I knew you about... We, when you went out to Vegas in June or in May? No, I saw I saw I went to Vegas in September. September is when you went to Vegas. Well, yeah. what do you mean you so you saw the Killers like two nights in a row in Atlantic City? Atlantic City and then they played in Camden the next night okay. at the Radio Warner for Five like birthday festival. All right. All right. And that's where I saw Kaleo. Kaleo is coming to the Ryman on September 16th. Tickets are $35. Where's the Ryman? That's Mark Hamall in the chat. Well, where does Mark Hamall live? He's in Alabama. Oh, well, maybe it's in Alabama. I might be. Maybe that's a Birmingham thing. I don't know. Mark, let me know. Um, <laughs> Nashville. Nashville's kind of a... I think Nashville's a bit of a haul from here. I don't know. Um, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. All right, we'll do this one first. Um, I didn't realize the Struts had a new song out either. Yep, that, that came out the day i left oh guess what they're playing the tabernacle in atlanta georgia on october 11th kaleo shut up oh kaleo is i thought you're telling me the struts were going to be at the tabernacle i'm like i'm headed no there. kaleo sorry oh. sorry <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so the struts are sorry tangent the struts released a new song the day i left for scotland what oh uh, that's not the name of the song i'm like that's not the name i have here <laughs> no <laughs> Oh my gosh! I'm, hold on. Okay, wait a minute, Glosson. Reset. I thought. <laughs> let me tell you what I just heard. I know what you heard, but say it. Just admit it. I heard the Struts released a song, "The Day I Left" or "The Day I Leave for Scotland," and I'm like, "That's the name of the song? <laughs> That's not the song she told me to get." Did there, is there another? I was like, "Is there another one that I missed?" Oh, so they released this a couple of weeks ago. Like, yeah. On the they, day on the day that you, Kristen, left for Scotland, they released this song. Yes, Got exactly. It. I'm I'm in full understanding now. Well, I'm glad you got there eventually. Yeah. It took well, look. Sometimes old fatty's slow. <laughs> Anything else about it? I mean you, no, you, you've got play it okay. Let's play it. And then, and then I have stories. I was going to say I was. I didn't know if you were going to tell one before and one after. Or five no, after. want them all after. Okay, here we go. I'll give you one night only for your eyes only. Oh. Like an eagle in the sky, you can't control it. There's a magic in my eyes, and I can't stop it. Tonight, cause tomorrow 
He likes to roll his R's, doesn't he? Yes, he does, which just means one day Luke Spiller is going to say my last name and I'm going to make him roll the R. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> just saying. All right, I'm going to make you roll the R, buddy. I mean, I think we've reached that point in our life. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because, like, you're their best friend. Oh, well, wait wait till you hear. Wait till you hear. So what did you think of the song? I dig it. I mean, look, I want to tell you what Daniel and Andy thought of the song. He said immediately, sounds like Queen. I mean, that's what they always get. That's what they've been coming to, yeah. So um, I, I dig it. I like the... Uh, it. it for a minute there, I'm like, oh, they're going straight ballad. And then, of course, and then it does that struts thing where it's like we're going to build up, and he does the thing, the verse, and then, and then that chorus, the way that chorus kicks in at the hook is really cool. I like it. It's big, and it's it's fun, and it's, uh, you know, I like it a lot. It jams. This song is like their, they, like Luke said it. He it, it said this song is basically our thank you to our fans. Mm. Where, you know, the whole thing, I can't stop it. There's a fire in my heart. I can't stop it burning down on the edge of tonight because tomorrow we'll be ruling the world. And I just love, like, you know, like, pure white gold, I'll give you one night only for your eyes only. Mm-hmm. Like, and honey, I'm the best. Like, yes! Because nothing beats a strut show. And they are Perfection. And I like I love it. I can't wait for their new record. I can't wait to see what they do next. You know, I'm not the biggest fan of the song they released called "Put Your Hands Up," but I do really like this. And if this is the direction they're going, like super stoked. Give me all the, you know, big powerful power chords, big choruses, all that. Like that's right up my alley. Yeah. And they're literally just like the nicest human beings on the history of planet Earth. So, I just want everything good for them. <laughs> Yeah, listen, I mean, when you brought them to me, you know, back when, it, you know, you said this is your new favorite band, and I and, and I, I like Put Your Hands Up. I play it often on the Big Honkin' Show. Um, it's it's one of those go-to songs for me. I really dig it. Um, See, there you go. Yeah, so I'm, I've been all in on the struts, to be honest with you. So, okay, I saw the struts. Did I see that? No, I just saw them. I'm like, did I see them twice in a row too? No, I saw them once. I went to Dewey Beach to see them, which is like a three and a half hour drive. Because mm-hmm. um, it was like their last show on the tour that they were doing. And like, it was such a small venue and it wasn't sold out, which is crazy to me. So we got there around like four o'clock. We did the VIP, so, like, we got to hear them sound check, and they sound checked, um, re- um, not Rebel Rebel, they sound checked Suffragette City. Oh, wow. Which I've only ever heard them do Rebel Rebel, so I'm like, oh, my God. So I'm, like, sitting outside, and it's all open, so you can hear, because the venue's outside. Mm-hmm. So I'm, like, sitting there, and then they, like, end, and I'm like, woo! Great job! Yes! No. Like, I showed my support. Um... And then we got to go in for the end of soundcheck. They did a song that my friend loves called Matter of Time because my friend is, like, I love him, but he's psychotic for the struts. <laughs> Good Lord. And um, so he asked them to play that song, and they played it, um, which is cool. And then they did Merry Go Round, and 
just like such fun and then like you go through and you like buy the merch or whatever and then you get to like get your picture and see them and everything mm-hmm. so they all line up and I'm looking at Gethin the drummer and I'm just like oh my god like I'm getting such vibes from you right now with the style like you're st- like you're on point he had like a leather jacket on with like red roses um and leather pants I was just like this like he's reminding me of kind of of like John Bon Jovi uh oh like that's the vibe. So like I walk up and of course they're all like, "Hey, look who it is! Oh my gosh, she's here!" And you know all all that goodness. Complimented my shirt because I was wearing a Bowie shirt. Um, and I turned to Gethin and I'm like, "Geth," I was like, "This like this look is everything." And I like point to Luke and I'm like, "Luke, you're usually the style icon here. Like, what is going on? What's happening right now?" And like. Luke just looks at me, puts his hand on my shoulder, and he goes, even a blind squirrel gets a nut every once in a while, love. And, like, everyone, <laughs> like, cracks up. And that's our picture. So, like, everyone's laughing. I'm just like, oh, my God, I love you guys so much. Um, so then, you know, they're like, well, go, go to your spot. Like, they know. They're like, well, go to your spot. And I was like, I'll be in front of you, Jed. You know me. I'll be in front of you. So we go up in front of Jed. Um a band called Nightly was the first band on, which were very good. Like, I dig their stuff. It's very, it's very not rock, rock out loud. Like, it's very poppy. Like, it's very poppy, but I mm-hmm. like it. And they were super nice. Like, they were taking pictures of me, my friend, and his mom because we were trying to take selfies, but we couldn't really get everyone in. And the guitar player during soundtrack was like, I'll take your picture. And I'm like, don't you have things to do? Like, aren't you busy? Like, that's fine, but like, aren't you busy sound checking? Um, and then, like, I don't know, this other band, like, I, I mean, I don't know. They, they were called Greta Van Fleet. I mean, I, they were okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they played next. Mm-hmm. And they're going to, and guess what? They're playing next as well. I excited. <laughs> um, so they played, they were great, they killed it. And then the Struts came on and, you know, did their thing. And I have said forever and ever and ever, amen. Sorry, this story's going to be long, but I've worked hard to get these moments. So. <laughs> So I've always said that at a strut show, my goal is during Put Your Money On Me to be the girl that Luke sings, I'm not afraid to look a girl right in the eye to. I've always said that that's my goal and I don't want to be like, Luke, I want you to sing this lyric to me. Like I want it to happen organically. Mm-hmm. So that night, it wasn't Luke that sang it to me, but it was one Jed Elliott. Oh, well my boo bear and so he's like sitting there and i'm like looking at him and we like make eye contact and he like gets down in like his stance and he's like like he is giving me all the eyes like it's blue steel all day every day and um he sings the lyric to me and he's like i'm not afraid to look a girl right in the eye and like i point to him and wink and then he goes like woo afterwards and i was like oh my god my life is made yes thank you thank you it just has to be luke next time um, so, like, amazing show, great energy, they played one night only, and I'm sure a bunch of other stuff happened between me and the band on stage, I mean, I sang, I definitely sang with Luke in the microphone, which that was fun, mm-hmm. um, so, that was a good time, but then afterwards, then the fun really started. Uh-oh, um, now hold on, let's keep it, let's keep it kid-friendly. It is kid-friendly! Okay. Um, so... We're waiting for them, and I'm like, okay, well, I don't really know if they're going to hang out or not because it's the last night of the tour or whatever. 
And um, Adam comes out, and Adam, you know, Adam, I, I get the vibe from Adam that he hates me. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't. He's just really quiet, and none of the other guys are. And, like, all the other guys are really personable and, like, joke with me. And he's just not that. Mm-hmm. So, like, we chat with him. My friend does most of the talking. Get a picture with him. Um, we bonded over our love of skull rings because he had skull rings on and I had skull rings on, not from the same place. But All still right. Skull rings, yeah. Skull love. Um, and then Luke came out and chat with him. Oh, I wait a minute! I did see them back to back because I saw them at the another radio festival the day before. All the back-to-backs, hi, I'm 90 years old in my brain and have uh, Alzheimer's. Um, so I said to Luke, I was, someone asked him, they were like, well, how was the crowd, that, like, yesterday? And he was like, oh, yeah, it was all right. I was like, Luke, you could say it. It was awful. And he's like, yeah, he's like, they weren't that great. And he looks at me, and he's like, I saw you, though. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I was like, I wasn't up front. He's like, no, but you were, like, the only person going crazy in your section. Because Luke said he was like... I know not you guys aren't just here for us. And I just like scream and search up and I'm like, I am. I'm leaving. I'm leaving after you guys. I don't play. Um, so like chatted with Mr. Luke, get some pictures. Um, and then he was like, who he turns to me and he goes like, Oh, well who else are you? Who else are you guys waiting on? Are you waiting on any of the other guys? And I was like, yeah, waiting on Jed and Geth. Thank you. He's like, I'll go get him for you. So then Gethin comes out. And on stage, Gethin was wearing an all like a um, a snakeskin vest and snakeskin leather pants. Now, giving me one hundred percent nineteen ninety four or not even nineteen ninety four nineteen ninety two bed of roses <laughs> yes. in these arms video John Bon Jovi greatest love song of all time. Oh my God! So <laughs> he walks out, and I was like, Gethin Davies, you come over here right now. And he's like, What? What I do? And I'm like, okay. I was like, remember how earlier, and he was in the outfit that he was in in the meet and greet this time. And I said, remember how earlier I was like, um, this outfit is everything? He's like, yeah. I was like, can we talk about the stage outfit for a second? And he just looks at me and he goes, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I was like, you know what you gave me? And he's like, what? And I'm like, you gave me what I just said. John Bon Jovi, 1992, Bed of Roses era. You gave me that. Greatest love song of all time. It was perfection. And he was like... He's like, you want to know a secret? I'm like, of course I want to know a secret. And he goes, I got that outfit from the guy that makes John Bon Jovi's clothes. And I oh, was like, wow, that's it cool. That's right funny. Now. That's great. So we bonded over that. He got a kick out of being the style icon for the night. I got a kick out of complimenting him because I feel like he never gets any love. So Mr. Gethin and I have a great picture together. And we had a great time. It was very fun. And then Jed comes out. Now we all know Jed's my man. I love Jed. Um, and I very much respect the fact that Jed has a girlfriend. <laughs> because her fans will come and kill me. Um, literally, they scare me. But, so I said to Jed when Jed comes out, I go, Jed, you're from Bath, right? In the UK. And he goes, yeah. And I said, well, Jed, I went to Bath last summer. And I think it was the most beautiful place I've ever been in my life. And he goes, it's pretty, it's amazing, right? And I go, yeah. And he's telling me about how whenever he goes home, he goes out to the pub with his friends. He's always like, I don't want to leave here. And his friends are like, you're crazy. Like, you're in a rock and roll band. And he's like, no, I love it. 
And I said to him, I said, yeah, I, Jen, I think, like, in 20 years, like, I could definitely see myself retiring in Bath and just, like, living away from society and just, like, enjoying my time there. And he goes, well, that's my end game. And I said, oh, yeah? And he goes, yeah. He's like, he's like, I'll tell you what. He's like, in 20 years, we both retire. We both retire to Bath. He's like, I'll introduce you to some of my mates. We'll get a flat. We'll get flats next to one another. He's like, and every morning I'll buy you coffee. I was like, for our entire retirement, every morning go buy me coffee. He was like, of course. He's like, of course, love, because that's what he calls me. Mm-hmm. I've reached that pet name, and I'm <laughs> so happy about it. He's like, of course, love. He's like, every morning I'll buy you a cup of coffee. And I said, I don't even drink coffee, but Jed, for you, I will drink coffee every morning of my life for the rest of my life in 20 years. So we shook hands on it. So that is happening. <laughs> so we are retirement buddies, me and Jed. And I said to him, I was like, well, Jed, I am looking for a Scottish or British husband. So anyone that you like, anyone that you can like throw at me from your friends that are single, have at it. All right. I freaking love them. So there you go, our international listeners. (laughs) Bath is beautiful. If any of you are from there, please let me stay with you and visit. And be, be her man. Um, oh yeah, I mean, send inquiries to you know rockoutloudpod yeah. at gmail dot com. Um, you have to have a picture, obviously. Of course. <laughs> what is this? What is this amateur hour? I mean, if you're giving me John Bon Jovi nineteen nineties era vibes, I mean, like you're halfway there. So, yeah. um, whoa, live it on a prayer. That's what I'm doing because I'll be single forever. But oh my god, I have a retirement buddy in twenty years. That's I'm what I'm so talking excited. about. Well, that's all right now. Kristen, I want to take you back to Saturday, May 27th, 2017. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, God. Did I send you a text? I get a text from Kristen. (laughs) This is our thing. This is like our bit on on, um, Rock Out Loud. That's right. Now, you had sent me earlier that week pictures of you with the guys, with the struts and everything. Uh Uh-huh. But then on Saturday, um, May 27th, 2017... I get this text. Check out Greta Van Fleet. Or Von is it Von Fleet or Van Fleet? How do they say Van, it? Van Fleet. Okay. Greta Van Fleet. So I ask, is that a person or a group? To which Kristen says, just check them out. And so I did. And when Kristen asked me if I did, I said I'd only seen like one of their songs available on the YouTube as I was perusing. And I'm and so I tell her I'm like I only saw one song on YouTube. I need so much more. Like it was immediately in my veins. It was immediately <laughs> in my system. And so I'm like and so I said to Kristen, they may become my new jam if other songs hold up to the one I heard. So good. And um I said Kristen told me they opened for the Struts last time she saw the Struts and I said I believe you have provided me with my new jam. They are so good. And uh, then we got into, are they going to turn out like Oasis or not because they're related? But I don't even want to think about that because Kristen has provided me once again (laughs) with my new favorite band. It bothers me, in a way, how well you know me just by doing this little podcast together that you can say Steve will like this. Mm -hmm. This is Safari Song by Greta Van Fleet.
I can't get enough of it. It is I it jams so hard. And dude, look, I'm just gonna say it. He's like Robert Plant reincarnated. <laughs> he really is. And I just want to take the kid and be like, take care of your voice, son. Take care of your voice. Because it's too good. It's too good. Oh. So, I'm so happy that I could introduce you to them. Well, and here's the rest. Of the, I want to get into this text conversation because this is pretty funny. Because <laughs> I said, I, they're so good. And you said, that's what you keep me around for. And then you said, if you want to die a little inside, half the band <laughs> is 18, half are 21. So I immediately go Eeyore. And I say, well, that means they'll break up in two years. To which you responded, well, three are brothers. So... And I said, I give you Oasis. They're brothers, right? <laughs> and you said, well, these three didn't punch each other out on stage. And, of course, I just respond with yet. And this is what Kristen says. Why are you being so negative right now, Steve? Enjoy your favorite new band. Enjoy your new favorite band. <laughs> to which I had to respond, they may very well be my new favorite band. And, um. and I need more than the four songs that I have. I know. I do, too. They were great! I feel like you're being so hypocritical liking these guys. <laughs> Here, I will give one criticism of mm -hmm, them, okay? Mm -hmm. And it seems like they've stopped. So, well, at least the singer. My gripe was with the singer. Mm -hmm. Not with his voice, but in how he presented himself on stage okay. when they opened for the struts. So, the other guys come out, you know, jeans, t-shirts... Um, boots, just very standard clothing. And then the lead singer comes out and he like has like these lines drawn on his face. He has these weird beards, like these weird beads in his hair. He's wearing like a super flamboyant top. And like, it just didn't feel authentic. Like when you see Luke Spiller and he's wearing those crazy outfits, like, there's nothing that goes like, this is an authentic. Like, that is Luke Spiller. Mm -hmm. But I was like, that's not this kid. Mm. That's not this kid at all. That's not what he's doing. Um, and luckily, it seems, because I've been watching some live videos from some shows that they're doing, because they're doing a, a little mini tour right now, um, that he's not doing that. So, yay, good for him. Um but yeah, they were super cool guys too. Like when we chatted with them very briefly after the strut show. Um, and yeah, I dig their stuff. I dig the guitar. I dig the drums. Rock out. Yeah, Keep I, the flame alive. I, seriously. Seriously. They, they're just, <laughs> I am, I am down like a clown, Charlie Brown. And, oh, so I just, the, like, each song was just so good to me and this safari song i mean just from the beginning really jams like you just can't help but just get into it and just love it for everything that it is and um i do i really hope the kid doesn't blow his voice out because he's he's doing some wailing there and like i say it's so much it, it's it, you're okay I'll be honest with you, I have a hard time distinguishing between uh, Bon Scott and Brian Johnson okay. from ACDC. Uh, I know who did what, but like if, if but their voices are so similar. It's like they found the perfect replacement uh, back in the day with Brian Johnson. Uh, 
Um, this dude sounds as much like Robert Plant as Brian Johnson sounds like Bon Scott to me. I mean, some people would say that Robert Plant didn't even sound that good in his prime. So... I know those people aren't actually recording a podcast right now. Uh, definitely not. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> mm. Oh, Steve, and just as a little aside, mm -hmm. um, what are you doing on August 30th? Oh, I don't know. Wow, what's happening on August 30th? Um, Because Greta Van Fleet might be playing at Earl Restaurant and Lounge in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, wow. I thought they were coming to the Tabernacle like in October. Um, That's Kaleo. Oh, getting so confused right now have you been have you been drinking no not at all august 30th steven oh that's a wednesday night wednesdays are it's, out for me it's a restaurant and lounge i know but wednesdays are out for me why because my job requires that i be there on wednesday nights okay at like nine o'clock yeah but it, it I, i'm too far from atlanta to make it by nine that's just rude. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Call out. It's hooky, 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 hooky. You can't hooky. when you're the when you're the when you're the lead dog. You can't play hooky from church. Hooky, hooky, hooky. The, the preacher can't play hooky from church, Chris. There's not like an assistant preacher. No, it's just me. Hooky, hooky, hooky. <laughs> Oh, they'll swing back around. And not in a restaurant and lounge. Well, you never know. Do you know how cool that is? That is pretty cool. I saw the struts in a restaurant and lounge. Yeah. Right. And you became best friends. Yes! Think of the things you can do, Steve. Be best friends with Greta Van Fleet. Like, Hi, I'm Steve Blossom. I do a podcast called Rock Out Loud. We would love to have you on. Here's my card. Please call me. Oh, you mean do the thing that you haven't done with, with your boys? Exactly. I am going to reach out to their manager, though. I did reach out that one time and never really heard back. Okay, but they also don't know you and they know me. Oh, I'm just saying, you told me to and so I did. Well, because you're the guy. You know how many listens we get. And right. You could give all the statistics and all that crap that people are probably like, oh yeah, this would be a good podcast to go on because of look at all this reach. I don't know. Listen, we'll put them on this show. We'll, we'll, take the, we'll edit the interview and put it on the Big Honkin' Show. I want to get bands. Right. Well, it's time. Ugh. It's time. Look at all these little small bands that we could be like, oh my God, we had them on when. Yeah. We're not trying to get Def Leppard up in here. Right. Unless they want to. I mean, that'd be really cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, that's up to them. So, um... <clears throat> So that's, listen, Greta Van Fleet, I can't tell you guys enough. Greta Van Fleet, check them out. Use the Amazon links, you can get their MP3 album, and it is good stuff. Highway Tune, Safari Song, Flower Power, Black Smoke Rising. That's the I love Flower Power. Yeah? Well, why don't we play a little bit just for the fun of it? Okay.
Disgust me that you like this and you hate on Zeppelin. I'm just gonna come right out and say it. This I is... mean, this band writes their own original material. Oh, don't even start up with that crap. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's some good stuff. Thank you for that, for Greta Van Fleet, Kristen. Anytime. It's so good to be back with you doing this. I'm glad you're back from Scotland safely, and I'm so glad you had a fantastic time. Thank you. When are we going to do it again? Go to Scotland? No, that or podcast even. <laughs> I mean, I'll look at my schedule and we'll figure it out. I mean, I'm down to do weekly, Steve. It's you. Uh, you're, listen, I commitment following through. absolutely recognize that and confess that openly and freely. <laughs> I do not deny it. And, I do, and, and just to pull the curtain back, everyone, we should have had one of these done... Uh, back last month, but yours truly flaked out on his calendar keeping skills and ended up dogging out Kristen. So it's not on Kristen, it's on Glosson. So just so you'll know. Just saying. If you want to email us, we're rockoutloudpod at gmail.com, rockoutloudpod at gmail.com. Hopefully we're not infringing on anyone's trademark with that. Uh, you can also follow the podcast on Twitter. And on Facebook. And don't forget uh, the Goaliverse group. That's all the different shows coming together to make one big fun group over at Facebook. And it is a fun group to be a part of. You can go to geekoutonline.com slash group to get there. Geekfuel.com slash geekoutloud. Get that free box for yourself. $6 shipping and handling in the U.S., $12 internationally. Just make sure you order before July 31st at midnight. If you want to support the shows other ways, we do have those Amazon links at geekoutonline.com and geekoutpodcast.com. They're Entertainment Earth links and Think Geek links as well. Um, and Patreon. There it is. Patreon.com slash geekoutloud. If you want to support the shows directly, you can do it that way. And I think that's all. I think that's all. I think that's it. Greta Van all Fleet, the, the Struts, The Killer's new album coming in September. We've got some music coming ahead of us, so stay in there with us and rock along. It's going to be good times, as always is. And Kristen, it has been a blast tonight, and I appreciate you jumping on and filling us in, and I had fun. Always a good time, always. So until next time, I'm Steve. I'm Kristen. Rock on, everybody. Rock on, guys. Bye. Bye.